Shut up and sit down. Well, 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 boys and girls, it's me, Eric, and this is Third Shift. And oh man, boy, oh boy with me, I've got a supercharged, ready-to-go partner in crime, Mr. Matt. Matt, you know how we kick this off. That's right. What time is it? It's time to say, how was your week? Well, see, this week, it's actually been an adventure. Why has it been an adventure? Well, gather around the campfire, kids. Let me tell you a little story. Months and months ago, on the Cane and Rinse website, they did a write-up of this game called Stein's Gate, saying, oh, it's this cool science fiction visual novel all about time travel, time paradoxes, time loops, all the kind of stuff I really like in my science fiction. And I was like, hmm, that put a little seed in my head. I was like, next time I see that, I'm going to get that game. And then just a couple weeks ago, during the PSN summer sale, oh, Stein's Gate Zero for 20 bucks, discounted from whatever the full price is? Let me get that. Start playing it. It's ticking off all the boxes. It's like, oh, man, here's the science thing. Here's the science thing. Here's this crazy emotional thing that happened. I was like, oh, man, cool. Then I'm playing it more. I'm like, who are these weird-ass characters that are getting introduced? I don't know. I don't understand. So I Google it. Oh, Steins Gate Zero is the sequel to Steins Gate. Oh, okay. Hey, but don't worry. They did an anime that was really good that recapped the whole first game. Okay, let me check out the anime. Oh, this is actually fantastic. It's got this really cool art style, this really muted, dark color palette. I'm just loving all the characters. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to appreciate Steins Gate Zero more. Watching it, watching it. I'm like, man, this is so good. I want to play the first game now. Make all the different choices, see all the different endings. So it's been an adventurous week because I started playing Steins Gate Zero, which I still am, loving it. Watching the Steins Gate anime, loving it wanting to play the first Steins Gate game. This thing's got its hooks in me like Yakuza 0 and Persona did, man. I'm just like, oh, man, this whole universe, this whole property, I just want to roll around in it. Just, oh, I just want to live in it. So good. Just going to eat it eat it up. Just become part of it. Go get on them forums. Go get in that fan club. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's me, Matt. I'm all on board now. Woo! Mm-hmm. Everything about it's just been great. Like I said, all about time travel, consequences of time travel, trying to change the past, being able to, being not able to. I mean, I've loved that stuff since way back when, so been loving that. Obviously, been playing Battleborn, having a great time. Been playing Overwatch, having a great time. Outside of that, just had my birthday a couple days ago. That was a great time, too. Happy, happy birthday. Da, 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 da. Have a happy birthday. Ba, da, 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 da. Middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So it's been a pretty good week for me, actually. How about you, dude? <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad you asked. It's been a fantastic week. We've been prepping up. We just got, went camping this last weekend. First family camping trip. It was awesome. We're out there in the woods. Really was roughing it up, you know, living the tough life. No, I'm you lying. brought your camper. Come brought on. our camper. We had AC <laughs> in there. It was really nice. Had a good time. You know, cooked some steaks <laughs> over the fire. Did it the right way. <laughs> You know, a funny side story. I'm really about. roughing it here in my recliner. Got my feet up. Got the wind blowing on. We got my 50-inch flat-screen yeah. TV and a cold beer and my Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, Switch in my pocket. <laughs> Living it up. So I found out, you know, we, uh, we're we part of this whole group that, you know, can go all these campgrounds and stuff. Yeah. The people out there, some of them, a lot of them have these really large campers, just these awesome campers that are basically houses. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about that life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got about as far as I'm going to go into the world of that camping out, right? I, I'm used to a, a little tent, 
a campfire and a cooler with some beer and some food, you know? I was going to say, maybe maybe like some cliff Bars and like a, a dirty meat stick or something. Yeah, exactly. Some Vienna sausages, you know what I'm saying? Perfect, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. So I'm up here. I got this fire going, and I'm over here. I'm freaking sweating buckets, getting steaks seasoned up. I've got potatoes tinfoil thrown in the fire to get roasted up. I've got some butter on some tinfoil, getting some onions, mushrooms sautéed over a, just a straight-up fire. Nice. Going nuts. Hog wild. And I got people look driving by, riding by, walking by, looking at me like I'm the craziest fool they know. <laughs> and you know why? It's because all these giant campers have full-size kitchens in them the whole night. Oh, yeah. Nobody's cooking over the fire. <laughs> I'm like the only one out here sweating and going nuts making these delicious steaks. Why would you go camping to eat the same kind of food cooked on a kitchen like you can at home? Yeah, like you just cook anywhere. Maybe a couple times during your camping thing. Okay, we're just, I'm tired. I don't want to build a fire. All right, let's make some eggs on the stove or whatever. That one I would get you for sure. In the morning, it's like annoying as hell to start the fire back up. And Yeah. But you got to make that campfire food, man. Otherwise, why even go camping? I'm just going to park my giant house on the grass and eat food inside my giant house that rolls mm-hmm. on wheels. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It was, it's just the weirdest thing ever, you know. And I got a lot of comments about our little camper, you know, good ones, bad ones, the whole, you know, all in between. <laughs> Peasant, be gone most, with your tiny camera. Hey, honestly, I was surprised. Mostly good, though. Mostly everyone's like, that's freaking wicked cool. Where the hell did you buy that thing? What is it? It's an nice. A-liner for those of you out there who care at all. Mm-hmm. So really neat, hard uh, hard top. But, you know, you had a couple come by and be like, well, I think so f- that thing's so small and like a novel, I think is what the word was. Novel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it works, right? It functions. There's beds in there and AC and heat. It's, it's... That's definitely the peasant response. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what a cute little camper you have. What a little funny there. little toy you little poor children have. <laughs> <laughs> As they drive away in some gigantic, you know, two story freaking house thing. Super pimped out RV mm-hmm. going. So we did that. A lot of fun. Obviously, in the gaming world, been playing Battleborn, checking out the Supercharge, which we'll talk about here shortly. Yep. Been playing Overwatch with you, and I'm trying to think. I got I got a little Persona in there, you know, a little bit more in. Mm-hmm. But uh, I popped in Life is Strange because that's free on the PlayStation Store right now. Yep. For a couple more days, anyway. Mm-hmm. Did the whole first uh, episode, and if you like time travel, which you just said you did, you're gonna dig it. Because this game's all about time travel. That's true. I've heard good stuff about it, and I think the first episode was free for a while, randomly. I think they did it for like a month or a couple weeks, and I played a little bit of it. It was one of those things where I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I'm going to get back to it, and I never got back to it. Mm-hmm. So now that I have it for free, my next free gaming time, I'm just be like, all right, boop, 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 blast through it fairly quickly. I played for about two and a half hours, and that's what it took to get through the episode one. You probably could do it a little bit quicker. You could also probably do it a little bit longer because there were some things I just totally skipped out on. Yeah. A couple little areas of like where you could look around. I was just like, ah, not sure if I'm going to get caught or something. So I said, hell with it. I'm just leaving because mm. I don't care about that person in the storyline anyway. So Sounds like a fun weekend game. Yeah. For me, it'll be like once a week. I'll do an episode basically until it's over with, I think. So yeah, that was my week. Pretty good. Enjoyed it. Looking forward to this weekend, Matt. I'm also very much looking forward to this weekend because quarter end's coming and it's going to be fun. My quarter end's here and I'm working all weekend while my family's going north for vacation time. <laughs> you don't even get that full day fun 
of just, hey, everybody's gone. I'm just going to sit here all day. No, it's going to be, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to come home grumpy. And I'm going to try and sit around, but it's not going to be good because I'm going to be in that post-work grump. Because I know that four and a half hours later, I got to go to bed to wake up at 5.30 to go back to work. Yep. And no Borderlands night because I'm on the third shift working and you're on the first shift working. So I mean, we'll, we'll do some gaming, but oh, it's yeah, going to yeah. be Borderlands night by any stretch. No, yeah, definitely not. Also, what we did this week was IG2G number nine, our E3 wrap-up special. I told you this off-air, but this was probably my favorite episode to go back and research stuff for because I was going through, I was like, well, I remember these games. I think they were pretty good ones that I wanted to talk about. Then I'd go watch the trailers, the developer playthroughs, and I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Like, the last night, I watched the trailer again and went, I don't even remember it looking that fantastic. Now my hype levels are three to six to eight times higher. Mm-hmm. So this was a really fun episode to research. Yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of all my games, as I've told you, and I'm sure I told everybody else. Every game on there, I'm actually buying. Oh, yeah. It was that nice feeling of looking at stuff that I am 100% on board with, whereas sometimes you're looking at some games where you're like, oh, it's interesting, but not my jam. So Mm -hmm. definitely a cool, fun little take, little spin on the episode. Had a good time. If you guys want to check that out, obviously, it's IG2G. That was it for this week. Coming up next week on Tuesday, we have a Talented Tuesday art competition coming up because Sean challenged us with the drawing of Minrec. I've already got a great idea. Have you got a great idea yet? I don't yet. I just let inspiration lightning strike me, so... I'm sure I'll get something in between now and next Tuesday. That's true. It's definitely a nice time for Sean to have challenged us to that since Minret got all those new lines, including the Easter egg with Be Reborn as a Claptrap unit. Pretty awesome. Also for us this week, I think today as we're recording this on Thursday, it's our official Twitter anniversary, and I think Podomatic sent us a, hey, it's been a full year since you signed up. Yeah. So it was one of those moments where it was like, man, it's been a full year since we were doing our intro conversations and setting up everything for the podcast. Man, remember remember all the good times, remember all the bad times, remember all the weird times. Pretty cool. Oh yeah, I'll never forget that first little intro we did at your house putting the uh the <laughs> <laughs> the mics up. Oh, yeah. Setting up the old poster board and everything. Mm-hmm. Little figures. Shooting like, the little video. Yep. Yeah, we're like, oh, man, okay, how how, 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 how does this work? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Do like me. 10 takes because we can't get it right. Oh, man. I hope that's good enough. Uh, somebody fix and it. And I think we talked for like literally two to three minutes tops. And then we're like, that's so, so difficult. Oh, my God. It's hard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That was the best. I had this full page of notes of all the stuff we we're going to say. We went through it like that. I was like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. I thought it would at least be like five, ten minutes. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to have to write like 20 pages of notes. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, our official one-year anniversary podcast will be coming up in a couple weeks, and we're hoping to get a hold of Gearbox and maybe get something special to give away on that podcast. Uh, We'll see. We'll put the the line out there. I'm going to text or message Danny right after we're done recording this and see what we can get going. Hopefully, we can get something special for you guys. I hope so. It'd be pretty dang awesome. If Mm -hmm. not, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just uh, cut off a piece of my skin, we'll put it in a box, and then we'll give that away or something. I'm sure people would love to have a piece of my skin. Well, see, I want to win that, actually. I know you do. Actually, see? like if you cut off your ear, we send an ear. Mm, maybe a chunk of it. I don't want to get rid of the whole thing. Not the whole ear, just part of it. Okay. You know, do like a Mike Tyson. Just the lobe. Just give me like a lobe. Okay. Yeah. 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 Perfect. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like this, Matt. I like the the direction you're heading. Uh-huh. This is good. I'm appreciative. I'll put it on like a chain. <laughs> Keep a lookout for our first year episode. 
Hopefully we'll have something special for you guys. Also this week, Gearbox did drop shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2. So as usual, hit up the forums, hit up the Twitter, hit up your preferred shift code provider, and go check that out. Heck yeah. Also this week, if you guys don't follow Mikey Newman, a while back he actually had to retire from Gearbox because of medical problems, etc., etc. Yeah. Just wasn't able to do that anymore. But he did start his own little thing. Well, not little thing. It's actually quite successful. Movies with Mikey. He's actually running that full time now. He has a Patreon set up. And he's doing quite well, but obviously for something he's trying to you know do as a lifestyle, could use more help. And I mention this not only because Mikey's awesome and he's the voice of Scooter, you know, one hip cat. Yep. R.I.P. Scooter. May you rest in peace, good sir. But Mikey's alive and well, rocking and rolling, starting up his own gig. He does movies with Mikey, and if you want to support that or at least check it out, we'll go ahead and provide the links below. This week he did go in and do like an official hoo-ha with Gearbox, and they gave him a really awesome trophy, stating, you know, most badass creative dude of all time, that sort of thing. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So I'm hoping maybe someday when I retire from where I work, they're going to be cool like that to me. <laughs> <too>, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even gonna get a cake. <laughs> you're gonna get like a. You're gonna get a pat on the back and a dirty look as you walk out the door. Ah, uh, yeah, so true, so true. Also, security's here for uh, no reason. Ha ha ha! They're just here because they like you. They loved your whistling. Uh huh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, definitely go support Mikey. You know he's running on to new endeavors, which also shuts the door, I think, on any conspiracy theories that Scooter may have survived his trip to space. Well, dude, I mean, look at what we do. We talk into a microphone in our own house. He's got the setup because he does his movies with Mikey. Well, that's true. If he's got the room set up, he could easily just throw some sound files their way. I still believe we're going to see a one-armed Scooter or like a metal-armed Scooter. Well, he's going to... Oh, oh, see, what yes. would be awesome is if he has like a ridiculous arm. Like he's got a giant loader bot arm or something. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, this is the best arm I could get. You do, 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 do. Some super jankety, deformed, rejected... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robot arm. <laughs> He'll have a giant shield on it for no reason and just be dragging it behind him. This arm's really heavy, guys. Oh, <laughs> catch a ride. Definitely go support him. Check that out. Rolling right into the hot fix for this week. No big official battle plan. It looks like they are going to stick to that one battle plan every two weeks and then just like a little hot fix. Yeah, it looks like they're back to what they originally stated they were going to do. It was just odd for a bit because of the E3s and this and that. The big free-to-play update, all that stuff. Yeah, We'll do the hot fix first. We got the skill and melee lifesteal on Wrath's passive going up from 10% to 12.5% for the skills and for the melee, 7.5% to 9.3%. They said they did this just because Rath's always been a really good damage dealer, but he is pretty fragile in relation to all the other melee characters. If you got in a brawl with a Wrath, you could usually take him out before he could get you, especially if you're playing somebody a little tankier or beefier or even like a Phoebe with those good shields. I think this was probably needed. I think it's pretty simple, cut, clear, dry. It was necessary. I think it'll put Wrath in a much better spot. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with Gearbox's decision, and it looks like, you know, reading through some of the comments, most everyone's in agreement. Yeah. And the second one was a general fix up here, and this one I'm a little sad about, to be honest. Increase the construction cost of the MX Elite Bot buildables and Meltdown and Incursion from 600 to 800 shards. Uh, I agree that this is a good decision because 600 was a little bit low. I would always be able generally to run by, especially on incursion, and just boop, MX bots up, go get the thrall, head back in. It was almost a rotation I went through every single time I died of getting the thrall and the MX bot and then coming back with a wave. As I said, they want it to be more of a, you got that MX bot, you know, this is where you're going to really get to push. But unfortunately, it seemed like, yeah, he's just a companion pet now. Mm -hmm. Maybe change to 800 will help a little bit. We'll kind of see. I don't know. 
my only concern with it, I agree with it in general, I, that he should be a little more special. But I think if you up his cost, you need to up his damage and his damage resistance to cover that. Like you said, it would be a rotation. Once you died, you'd get the thrall, you'd get the MX bot. But if we were up against a good team, you three would roll in there and get instantly murdered. Maybe not you, but it'd be like, all right, we got the throw on the MX bot. And then they would drop two ults in. The whole wave's dead. They're pushing us again. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like they didn't exist. Yeah, he was kind of that little throwaway. If they made him buff like the Ultra Bots at the end of Meltdown Finale, maybe like a level zero there, level 0.5, one of the weaker ones, where he can actually stay there and you have to put a lot of fire down on him. That would be a little better here. Perfect idea. Here we go. Check this out, Matt. You have levels of MX bot like you have the levels of everything else. Yes. 600 is your basic bot, 800 is your upgraded bot, mm-hmm. and then the thousands like your freaking level 4 MX bot from Incursion Meltdown. That finale. would be amazing. Yes, I like that. And then there you save up, and then you can get that real push. Like, he's going to, for sure, you're going to push. Mm-hmm. Or 600 is just a, hey, I need someone to take a couple bullets while we do something sneaky or whatever. Bam. Yeah, I like that. That's an awesome idea. Just have him stand there for that extra second so you can put in bloop, 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 like you mm-hmm. do with all the other buildables. Now, see? There you go, Gearbox. Here's Woo. another fantastic idea for you. Coming at you, full 3D. From the minds of third shift. <laughs> That's right. Woo. That one's for free. No worries. That's all for the hot fixes they popped out there this week. Two that I think were, you know, necessary, good, good looking, mm-hmm. solid. I'm okay with it. I'm happy about it. But one thing they didn't do yet, Matt, was get that Gearbox store up. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for a while, too. How long is this Gearbox store going to be down? Yeah, especially since they put out Bulletstorm. We wanted some of those Bulletstorm shirts up in the store. And now they got Fortnite that they're distributing. You think they could throw together something in the store for that? You got Duke Nukem, you know, still with its uh, reiteration. Obviously, you got Battleborn. You got, you know, Borderlands as always. I was going to say, you could put like a little free-to-play shirt together. You could put together some shirts on the cheap, you know, cheap advertising. I don't know. I just bought the store back up. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's been down for a long time. But hey, I'm sure they're going to announce something soon. It'll be back up. Everyone's going to be happy. There's going to be all sorts of new swag in there. It's going to be great. I mean, they already did. If you've forgotten, those uh, Funko Pops are out and about in the world. Oh, the uh, the new ones, the new Borderlands ones. Yeah, the new uh, with Tiny Tina and Zero and the new Claptrap. Yeah, I was super excited about that Claptrap, and I totally forgot about it between then and now. I'll have to check those out. Yeah, I looked around a little bit in a couple stores, but I didn't see them. I still haven't gone into like a Hot Topic or FYE mm-hmm. or a Target. Target's uh, pretty good at having the uh, Gearbox stuff. Yeah, that's true. But speaking of new characters and stuff, of course we've got the new free rotation for you guys. Breaking down who all is in it. This week we got Montana, Eldragon, Galt, Pendles, my boy, Oscar Mike, and Miko. So a couple of ones that they've had for a while Oscar Mike, Montana, Miko, obviously good intro characters for you guys. What do you think about the rest of the lineup, dude? As you know, I've played Galt quite a bit. Never got great with Galt. Just couldn't get that damn hook down. Just seemed to miss too much, so I had to give him up. But uh, he's always been a character I want to get back to and mess with some more. But I think, you know, those coming in fresh, having a good time, will appreciate Galt. Because, you know, he's just got, he's got that dynamic setup going for him yeah hook him in shotgun him you know all that that's everyone loves that who doesn't love a good hook i mean that's right it feels great <laughs> but beyond that the setup seems pretty solid i mean you got your your standard miko healer and they're probably the best go-to healer except for maybe alani it's debatable i like alani because she's got that burst heal versus miko you got to stay on them in their pocket for a while yeah i do appreciate alani much more in that regard mm-hmm. you can actually get the heck out of dodge and not just if you die i'm gonna probably die with you oh 
Yeah, I like that they varied this one up a little bit. I mean, Eldrag is a good melee, but he's kind of that run in, do you damage and run away kind of melee. Again, with Galt, you got the hook, you got the shotgun, you got the slow with the traps. My boy Pendles, I love Pendles. Pendles is the greatest. I think this will be a good week for new players to get to understand Pendles because even before it went free to play, I would find that I would play Pendles with experienced seeming players and they wouldn't understand what he does or how he works. This is a good way to play him, understand him, and that way, whether or not you have him yourself you'll know what to look for but with uh with those players being you know said out and that's what's in the wild this week it also makes me wonder how are things looking has there been some more uptake and people playing on the ps4 side i've noticed matches are pretty quick Mm -hmm. but i have been getting paired up against kind of the same people and I think that's probably because of the matchmaking system. I find when we're rolling in a team, we get matched pretty quickly. But the few times that I go in solo, just on my own in the mornings, it takes three to five minutes sometimes to find a match. And it might just be that everyone's rolling in a team, so there's no open spot for some random loser like me. But yeah, speaking of queue times, speaking of matchmaking, how about that new mode that dropped this week, Supercharge? Together we played, I think, about five matches of it. Mm-hmm. You played some more on your own. I played some more on my own. What's your impressions of it? Well, I love the new maps, Ziggurat, Permafrost, and Horizon. Yep. All three of them really good. I think Permafrost was my favorite of the three. I enjoyed the layout of that one the most, trying to control that hill downwards, and then obviously the opposite side. It just felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to explain it. It just felt good the other two don't get me wrong were solid as well map wise awesome unfortunately (laughs) both on my own and when i played with uh you and sean Mm. we were getting matched up against people that were much better than myself and that led to us getting dominated if not and sometimes not dominated but at least beaten in every match so a lot of the roughly 11 12 matches i put in i didn't win a single match (laughs) 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 so Oh, gosh. (laughs) And with that kind of lose rate, it's like, well, man, I got to get back in there and really turn it around. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you're getting beat that much, it's it's difficult to be like, no, it'll be fine. The next match will be fantastic. And then it's not. Right. And then it's not. So match-wise, it's still hard to tell. And it's maybe maybe I haven't found a good comp, the proper character that's good for me on that particular set of maps. Because with the 3v3 dynamic, it's much different than that 5v5. I feel like when we were playing, you know, the three of us versus whoever, I feel like we were trying out different characters because we weren't 100% sure what a good comp was going to be for this. And I think team composition is really crucial here. I think you have to have some beef in there and like a, a hard hitter, like a brawler. Area controllers and big beefy tanks would be good for this mode. We were just kind of trying all of our favorite characters, trying to see how they work together. And in some cases, they were okay. Like, I think your Phoebe will be great for Supercharge on her own. She can handle one or two people or a minion wave or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Pendles, which they did mention, is great for it because you can find those people who are out and running around trying to get shards and all that stuff. But I think other than that, you need you need some meat or some heavy hitters in there. Because when we didn't have that is when we got, like, super stomped. Which is another weird thing that I did want to bring up. We've talked about it before, how you got to pick and choose what you're going to do. You're going to fight on the Supercharge pad. You're going to focus on the waves, you're going to focus on the people, you're going to get buildables, etc., etc. I found that the really bad matches we had, we ended up close in score, 
because the teams wouldn't or couldn't control everything all at once. Like, they'd kill us a million times, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't pay attention to our minion waves. So we'd lose, like, 317 to 400, which is fairly close. It's not a blowout. The matches I played without you guys, we won about 80 to 90% of them. But I still felt like there wasn't enough coordination or enough of us to spread around to cover all kinds of things. I kind of felt like we were just scrambling around everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was strange. I had a more positive experience than you, but I don't have the feel of it yet, I guess. And that's what I was just going to say is I still don't think I get exactly how to control and dominate those particular maps in that particular mode Mm. when we were playing i felt like the supercharge didn't matter all that much i felt like basically controlling their waves and getting your waves in just like you do in meltdown was more important to be quite frank Mm. i don't think that the uh, extra shepherd bot really did anything unless you were able to get that and then also control their bots. I feel like the shepherd bot in Meltdown does a lot more than the shepherd bots in Supercharge do. Because even as Pendles, who does good damage, I could just wreck a wave even with the shepherd bot there in like two to three seconds flat. It was like nothing. At some points, we could just leave the supercharger there and just run in five seconds to kill a wave, run back out. And same with the MX bots, actually. I feel like they didn't do enough. Like we were talking about earlier, I felt like they needed to be buffed up a little bit more because oh man they got an mx bot give me five seconds it's gone two more seconds the wave's gone the only time i felt the mx bot was useful was if you were in a team fight and then you could sneak in hire an mx bot real quick yeah and then it might pull one or two of them off to go after it real quick Mm -hmm. allowing you to take out the other guy who stayed behind and then maybe get a one up yeah so strategically in that sense i was like well this might work out as a source of uh, points i don't think they're useful because they're just too easy to take out Mm -hmm. they're not really a challenge to the kill yeah. The only way you get away with anything is if you keep them busy in a team fight elsewhere and then you sneak in, get yours up, and then go keep him occupied while he just marches right on in and gets you a bunch of points. And he does give you quite a significant amount of points. So I see where that's useful, but I just wish he was a little just beefier so you didn't have to go, all right, I'm going to hire him and either A, keep everybody completely distracted so they just can't possibly know he's there, mm-hmm. or B, you know, oh, well, you know, he's just a sacrificial lamb to maybe get an edge up and get rid of these uh, yahoos trying to take out our bots. And that's another thing is I noticed if I was Pendles or somebody else running up behind a minion wave, I couldn't pull them off of Minrec like at all. I feel like every time we play Meltdown, our minion wave just gets pulled completely away. Like they're going completely down the hallway instead of to the grinder just because there's either a weird bot that went over that way or they saw one player and just chased him forever. Mm-hmm. Versus here, I was like, all right, I'm going to pull the MX bot out. I'm going to pull the Shepherd bot out by hitting him in the back. And they just go, and gone. I was like, what happened here? Why do they just march infinitely to their destruction here versus being able to pull them off? And distract them in Meltdown. Which happens all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm constantly doing it in Meltdown. Down. That's my whole gimmick is I sit there with Ernest and stand right there by the other side and just annoy the hell out of them and pop, 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 ping, 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 ping. And then they're staring at me like idiots shooting while yeah. we destroy them. So. Maybe they designed it that way just to keep the matches short and quick. Which is nice. Those matches are short, quick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're in, you're out, and you're moving on to the next one. That's true. And speaking of moving on. <laughs> Good segue. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the 3v3 meltdown, incursion, and capture. And face off, of course. Yes, face off. <laughs> the of one I always forget. That's right. Even though I enjoy the hell out of that mode. <laughs> <sighs> so, did you get a chance to play any of those? And what was your experience? I didn't because every time we played, we played a supercharge. When I was playing solo, we would put together some votes for capture or incursion or the other one, and it would actually come up. 
but then someone would disconnect in that creating the game screen, so it would never start. I don't know if people are doing it on purpose, or they're just getting dropped from matchmaking or whatever. For the first two matches in a row of that night, when it was struggling to find teams for three to five minutes, someone would always drop, and it would have to do it all over again. But to answer your question, no, I didn't get a chance to play any of them, because everyone voted for Supercharge when the game could actually progress and play. Well, it's funny you say that, because the same exact thing happened to me. Uh-oh. Every match I played, I was starting to go always. Whenever I saw capture, 100% vote capture. Mm. And then even a couple times, I was like, well, to hell with it. You know, I've heard uh, from one of the listeners, Sean, he got in a whole bunch of incursion matches and said that he generally didn't really dig them because it was too much space for three players, which is something we suspected would happen. But, uh, you know, I'm still curious to see it for myself. So if I didn't see it a capture, I'd always vote an incursion, and I never got it. We were in uh, Supercharged every single time. So unfortunately, boys and girls, I can't personally report on it. I'm hoping that this week I'm going to try again and, you know, obviously vote for some of the other rounds and see if I can't get some matches in there to give you an opinion on, you know, if they work, they didn't work. Yeah. I still suspect that Capture's going to be a freaking blast. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping people pick up on it. Face Off, I think, will still be enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And I'm just totally eh about Meltdown and Incursion. But uh, I definitely want to try them before I knock it and see what I think. Yeah, I feel like for Meltdown and Incursion, those minion waves are too big unless they drop them down, scale them down to supercharge levels. Because if you got five and five, sometimes with a shepherd bot in there, that's going to be a bear with three people because you got two lanes. Uh-huh. So I'm going to need two people to take out this lane and one guy, good luck. But like you said, we can't speak to it directly. Hopefully this week we'll get some more game time in and get to uh, report back on that for you guys. So that wraps it up, man. New 3v3 mode. So far, I'm interested. I still want to get in there and find the right comp mm-hmm. so we can try to dominate some rounds and have a blast with it. We'll check that out this weekend. Hopefully get some good times going with that one. Maybe even get into some capture, meltdown incursion, so we can get a better feel for it all and give a nice, uh, thorough review on every single possible mode you can have in that 3v3. But speaking of this weekend, we got a new mode coming in. It's called <gasps> Tank Yankers. Oh, so we won't... I probably be playing the 3v3 because there's going to be this awesome new rare mode that's going to be out for just this weekend and uh-huh. it'll come back at some unknown time in the future. Crap. <laughs> Tank Yankers is coming from the 30th of June at 11 a.m. Eastern until the 5th of July, also at 11 a.m. Eastern. So get in, play with that. You're going to have Montana, Boulder, Galt, and Shane Norex in that mode and you're going to be knocking people off the edges, pulling people off the edges, all kinds of crazy stuff there. Along with this new mode, you get the new map and this unique you know environment and everything i'm pretty impressed with what they're putting forward here they just got a hold of you know the new supercharge they've got these little rare cool events i'm digging it i'm excited to play unfortunately as we already cried and whined about earlier it is our quarter end so game time is going to be very limited for both of us i am pretty excited for this one the only thing that i'm concerned about is stuff i've heard on twitter facebook and the forums people saying that norix's fetchability is working like only half the time now Apparently it's glitched out. Sometimes Oryx will go and just stand there and hug the person and not pull them in. So I am kind of concerned about that because she was going to be my go-to for this mode. Like I said, I haven't been playing her a lot lately, but this will be the time for me to play it and see if those people are right. Well, I'm, you know, obviously going to go Gaul. Uh-huh. This is a good chance to go play him again without everybody going, Damn it, Eric, get off Gaul. Uh-huh. You can't hook. Stop it. <laughs> You're just sitting in the back line shooting your shotgun like a fool. Shooting, shooting my shotgun and then freaking hook in the air and then once every freaking 10 hooks you get somebody <laughs> and every time i'm gonna hook that shane and oryx uh-huh sure he is oh sure crap you pulled him oh she's gone and Whatever. then nobody helps me down him and then uh-huh. it was all for naught anyway yeah <laughs> 
Oh, good. I'm going to I'm going to do it anyway mm. because I enjoy golf, damn. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, no mailbag again this week because my mailbag's sitting here empty. So, guys, throw me some mailbag questions. Throw us some suggestions. Throw us any kind of craziness you want. Just put that in the mailbag. I'll read it on the show. You'll get yourself an answer. So if you guys have got any questions, any concerns, any comments, or if you just want to say hi, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. And if you like what you hear, we have a Patreon set up. And on this particular Patreon, we set it up like a tip jar. You know, if you're like, oh, man, Eric's so stupid, I want to give him a dollar <laughs> you could do that if you like matt and you're like man matt kind of holds things round down i'll give him five dollars boom thank you it's most appreciated oh yeah it's gonna go towards helping the show helping us out making life easier by no means does it obligate you to anything if you can't throw down a buck hey no worries we just appreciate you listening because if nobody listens we're talking to the air and people who talk to air are generally insane. They gotta go meet the men with the white coats. Yes. So if you guys aren't out there at least listening, holy gosh, I guess I might be meeting those people I met a few years ago again. <laughs> I don't wanna go back. Please. I don't wanna go back. No, seriously, if you can't, you know, donate. We understand money's money, but it is there. We appreciate it very, very much. For those of you who have been throwing us tips and stuff, you guys know who you are. It's very much appreciated. As you guys know, we do appreciate it very much. We appreciate you. We appreciate you listening. And we appreciate you giving us some emails or mail and such because we don't have any right now. And it, it hurts my heart. It does. It I'm, really does. I'm very sad. I, I miss that doorbell sound effect that I put in. I really like that. That's thing. right. So please get us some emails. Throw a buck away if you want to. If you don't, just keep listening and participate. Anything it doesn't have to be pertaining to you know whatever we talked about this particular week. If you've got a question about anything, set it down in. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. We'll talk about it because that's what we do. That's right. And of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the seventh of July for our very next episode seven seven two zero one seven baby. That'll Ooh. actually be episode number fifty. Another big milestone for your buddies here at Third Shift. Man. And, of course, you can find that podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean. I'm not even going to mention YouTube anymore because I've been so remiss. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying, YouTube. I'm trying to remember, but I'm so tired after all the editing. Even a king's got to sleep sometimes. That's right. And even a king has to get rated. That's right. Because if people don't rate the king, <laughs> he gets sad. And when a sad king comes about, he usually starts killing people. That's right. And that's not a good king. <laughs> so you guys want a good king. Which means you need to go to iTunes and rate us because the sad king kills people, people. That's right. All right? You are the people. We are the sad king. (laughs) As another podcast always says, subscribe and stars, guys. Leave us some comments. Leave us some reviews. Get us up there on the iTunes. We want more people to see us. We want more people to see you talking about us. It's going to be good. See, it works out for everybody. And then the king will be exalted. He'll put his glorious crown on his head. And, you know, maybe I won't cut out so many blooper moments. Don't make promises. So, other than that, unless you got anything else, Eric. Oh, you know I don't. I got this one other special thing, though. Don't forget to say. I'm a king, baby. <laughs> I'm the king. You're not the king. I'm a I'm a slumlord, remember? That's right. You are the slumlord <laughs> and I'm the king. <laughs>